You're listening to Trekkers Talks Live. I'm Raquel Packets, your host and guide into the minds of our nation's most unsung heroes, truck drivers. Our mission is to share the stories, insights, and wisdom of the men and women of the road, all in an effort to make the transportation industry a better place. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy this episode. I have with me Kelly Lynn McLaughlin. Uh, drive van driver. Kelly, how long have you been driving for? Um, I've been driving for about eight and a half years. Eight and a half years, and yeah. you were uh, women in trucking. Um, I was their very first driver ambassador, which is pretty cool. Very first driver so, ambassador. Yeah. That is amazing. And yeah. I know women in trucking does a lot of amazing things, but could you give us a little bit of a, a clip just in case people don't know? Right. So their, their mission actually is to raise awareness about career opportunities, and highlight women that are successful in the industry and then just to work together to break down barriers to women in the industry and not just drivers but also um, mechanics and office associates and it's really it's multi multi-functional multi because we need to bring women into transportation right like it's i know i started in an office um and i was number three of women right and also who who do you go to to talk to about you know how to be successful in this industry if you don't have other women that that have you know forged the way for you and that can kind of guide you and that's how I found women in trucking is I was looking for people to connect with and to learn from and every time I was at a truck show or reading journals online that organization came up and so I just tried to find out more and then eventually I worked my way in so I'm on the image team with Carmen who you've interviewed and met before and um, and then I was selected to be their driver ambassador and I just recently stepped away from that to add some more space into my life because I needed to have more time for my family to help take care of them. Well, that's important you know yeah. you have to take care of yourself and your family and Yep. I understand. You sometimes it's you a challenge yeah. in this industry. It is. It is. <laughs> so how many kids do you have? I have two that are my birth kids, and then um, I adopted another one, and so I have three now, all girls. And in ages, are they? They're all twenty-one to twenty-three. Oh, awesome! So, awesome. Yeah. I have an adopted twenty-two-year-old at home. Yeah. So I totally understand the challenges of yeah. dealing with that. It was is a given girl. It's nice to be able to give somebody a safe place to be. 100%. And, um, you know, there's a lot of kids in the world that don't have that gift. Yes. Yes. So. I understand. We, uh, that's totally not what I was planning to chat about, but our daughter um, worked with my husband and was living with the boyfriend's parents and was breaking up with a boyfriend and needed a place to stay. And quickly, as soon as she moved in, we were like, you need more than just a place to stay. You yeah. need guidance. You need somebody to, to care for you and love you. Yeah. And so that's how she ended up just becoming our part of our family. Yeah. But, um, and the more you talk to people about that, the more you find out how many other people are doing the same things yes. for other kids. So yeah, yeah, that's amazing. How long have you had your adopted? My, we call her the bonus daughter. Bonus daughter. Yeah, Three right. years. Three years. Oh, that's amazing. Like, that's how old we've share with for other truckers out there um, just to advise them of, of the trucking world. 
Well, I think it's something that a lot of young women don't think about it putting on their plate as a potential career. Yeah. And before I'm kind of, you know, I've only had my CDL for a little over eight years. So I was new to this industry in within the decade. And it was one of those industries that I just took for granted. And drivers were pretty much invisible to me. And I never really gave a lot of thought to the yeah. supply chain. And when I finally got into the industry, I found out how deep it runs in our country and how multifaceted it is. And I really think that it's just fascinating. And you can try every job in this industry and over your lifetime not hit them all, right? So it's if you get into this industry, I think there's a job in the industry that fits you no matter what stage of life you're in. And um, I didn't know that I had diesel in my blood. It was just kind of an accident that I wound up in this industry. And it's been one of the best experiences I've had. And I've had a really full life. And I'm so glad that I have transportation in it now, too. And my um, networking group and my friend group and my mentoring group has just really exploded with this industry. That's so, amazing. yeah. I love to hear that there's such camaraderie here in, in transportation. Yeah, I think so. And that's what we want to keep going. We want to keep yeah. bringing more people together. Yeah, and I, you know, I would like to see the younger, it makes me happy to see the younger generation come into this industry. And even when I started eight years ago, um, I didn't see very many younger drivers yeah. at the fuel bay, and I rarely saw a woman. And usually when I came into a truck stop, and this is just you know, I'm not that old, right, in, in this industry. Um, I, people would stare at me when I came into the truck stop to spend the night or fuel or whatever. And that is slowly dissipating over time, and that's a good thing. And I'm also a trainer for my carrier, and my last student that I had, and this is a, you already had a CDL, you've been hired, so I'm basically a, the onboarder kind of finisher in their training program. He uh, was 21 and two weeks when I got him. So he was doing a CDL program before he was actually of age to be able to take his CDL license. And it was just so much fun to be on the road with him. He's younger than my youngest daughter. (laughs) And we just like, we had the best conversations and he was so excited about the industry. And, you know, it just made me happy to be able to share that. And, you know, I felt like I was passing the baton. Yeah, that's what we need. We need to bring people that are passionate about what they're doing into the industry because there are challenges. But the only way you're going to get over those challenges is if you have that passion, grit, and perseverance to keep going. Yes. I mean, there are things that I think this industry needs to change, but, you know, that's why um, we are talking about it. And I'm glad, you know, since COVID, we've had more opportunity to be able to share our stories and hopefully influence uh, the decision makers that make the decisions that affect drivers and make this a more palatable and uh, easy to enter yes. industry. And, and you know, there's we still have a little ways to go to For make sure. it um, sure. an equitable workplace. And what do you think the biggest challenge is, is uh, getting into the industry? Um, well, getting into the industry as a woman, I it's hard. It's expensive, and it takes time. And uh, if you had some wraparound services while you're in your training period, like daycare, mm-hmm. 
or transportation or a loan because most people when they go to get their CDL they have to it's a full-time gig the yes. learning part so how are you going to pay your bills while you're going to CDL school right so if you could get a Pell Grant and get funding in order to be able to help pay for your training and yes. pay for living expenses while you're doing that that would be a huge help yeah. right and uh, if companies had uh, consistent training environments uh, throughout the industry so not all training environments are the same and some of them aren't really um, great places for women to be and those companies that have really safe training environments where you don't have to like do things like share a cab with your trainer that kind of thing it have zero tolerance for sexual harassment paid training all of that kind of stuff right. it's just not consistent through the industry so I'd like to see that become more consistent and more services offered to people that want to get into the industry while they're in training and getting their feet on the ground. Yeah, I've heard um, that there's a big problem with having female trainers because there's not enough females in the industry as it is. Right, but um, the, yes, that's true, but that's, well, how do I say this? Um, the only reason I think you would need to have a female trainer is if you don't have an environment that's not safe right. otherwise, right? right? Yes. So if you have a safe training environment, it doesn't matter what gender your trainer is. Right, right. <laughs> right? I, I guess just for my own curiosity, because I don't know, whenever you're training, do you go over the road and share the cab? or what A is lot it? of companies do that. They require you to okay. go over the road and you basically team drive. Yeah. And that is not a, uh, if you have a mixed gender situation in that cab, that is not uh, a, a great training environment. Yeah. So best practice actually is to stop the truck at night, stay in a hotel, and the trainee and the trainer go to their separate hotel rooms, and okay. they each get rest and time off, right. and a lot of companies don't do that. And I think they should do that. I agree. I agree. I guess I've never known that side of it. So thank you for right. sharing that. Right. <laughs> so, you know, if you were going to go home, you're going to say, hey, I got this really great job, but I have to go three weeks to three months out with my new boss, and we have to sleep in the same room. I mean, like, would you really probably think not. that's an appropriate no. training environment? No. And then probably keep me from entering that field because of it. Well, right. Right. Yeah. So. so I think one thing the industry could do is they could treat this job, this let's, let's just say professional driver job, as a work environment and make sure that it's a safe place as we do other work environments throughout yeah. our country. And right now there's there's a difference. Yeah. It's not all that lands on the, the companies in their culture and it's, it's really a big uh, a big task for them to, to a big tall order that we have that we're going to put on them to make sure it that requires this, change. changes yeah. yeah but change is good yes you know we have to we have to evolve as as everyone else is evolving yeah in the transportation there's still i mean even that said that you know it's been a great industry for me i've learned a lot about our country i've learned a lot about myself uh, my daughters are very inspired by you know what I've done they think it's pretty cool and um, I think you know 
I like being the role model for them and they'll carry it forward. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate all of your time and all of your words of wisdom. Yeah, thank you. So we'll see you out on the road. Definitely. <laughs> thank you.